everybody. Uh, welcome to Odin Disc Golf Eggs podcast number four. Um, I don't have any interviews this evening. It's me and Sean just kind of hanging out. Real, real quick, real quick. I think it's number five. Oh, yeah. Same thing. Close enough. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so what I wanted to go over and kind of talk about today is a couple of things. Um, kind of that uh, I stumbled upon when I was playing. Um, and it, uh, you know, people could take it or leave it for what they want. You know, I'm not a top professional, but just like everybody else, I am on uh, my journey to the top. You know, I, I want to be a thousand rated player and I feel like uh, we all do. I do, and, that's for sure. Yeah. So kind of <laughs> just want to, you know, share my, my little tips. And, uh, you know, hey, people can feel free to comment on these podcasts. Uh, you know, if you go to SoundCloud, plenty of uh, availability to put that stuff in. You got something good, you know, you got something bad, try to keep it, you know, like G-rated. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm always open to constructive criticism. So, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I don't know about Sean. He might get mad. He might complain you. But. Well, you know, I'm a little sensitive, but I've been working on that. <laughs> <laughs> my th- my skin is thickening up. Nice, nice, like an aardvark, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> an aardvark. Yeah, yeah, I like it. But uh, no, so so th- that's the first thing I'm gonna talk about. The second thing I want to talk about is um, kind of a uh, maybe a little method to trying to figure out how to play your best disc golf. Because I know when, when I'm out on the course and I play around and I'm like, man, I know I could do better, but my, I like, I just kind of like compare my game to what my average is. And this method is more like, Hey, I'm going to start out by figuring out what my best round possible is, uh, at this course. And then, and then, working your way towards that in the opposite direction. So I'll kind of um, um, go over that in a second. And then last, before uh, we go, I'll just kind of give a little update on, on where the bags are at. So um, Nice. Yeah, people are getting excited about that. For sure. For sure. I like that dog in the background. Yeah, sorry. Sounds excited. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's Ricky. He's the mascot of the house. Right, right. Say hi to Ricky for me. <laughs> but, no. Um, so, so. Ricky says hi. Ricky, awesome. Good to see you too. Yeah. It's a good sandwich we shared yesterday. Sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways, um, so. The first thing I want to go over, and then we kind of like reflect on it afterwards, Sean. Um, so it's titled "Just Do Not Give an F." Expletive. Uh, what other people think, and, it, and, nice. and it's such a great title already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think <laughs> it, it was a big thing that I realized that um, I kind of stumbled upon that I feel like at a certain level, all people especially professionals need to realize in order to kind of uh, get to the next level of play. Uh, and, and, and the big jump is learning how to control your head game. And uh, this is something really big that I realized on uh, how to change my head game into one that allows me to play my absolute best. Um, 
I agree. A head, head game, I mean, everybody has their own their own way of doing things, uh, but a lot of it, I mean, that head game part is, is it's really hard to overcome sometimes. So I'd like to hear what you have to say about that. I'm open, like I said before, I'm open to all the advice from anybody, but especially people who have been playing longer than me and have experience. And so you have ideas. I'm, uh, I'm still at that point. Uh, and I think a lot of people are to uh, learn from them. So this is good. This cool. is good. I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, you know, um, I feel like um, of all things that I've struggled with in disc golf, it, it's probably been the head game the most. So uh, that being said, I've probably struggled with it more and kind of analyzed it more than um, maybe some people who haven't had to deal with that. You know, there, there's some people that just go out and play confidently every time. And I'm just like, how? How do you right. do that? You know, but they just, they just have it, you know, but like, uh, they get a little cerebral when, when you start playing bad, you kind of start figuring out, trying to figure yeah. out what you're doing. So anyways, um, the first kind of, uh, reason it, that you give an F what other people think is because you have these expectations that you set for yourself when you're playing disc golf, you know, you really think, ah, man, I just have to do this because I'm playing against this whole field of people and I know I'm better than this guy. I know this guy shouldn't beat me. I want to beat this guy. And, and really there's, there's just a big ego thing that happens. And like the bigger your ego is, uh, regardless of how good you are, it's more like, man, I just want to play my best is really like where, where your heart is and where most people's heart is. But what ends up happening is you kind of end up looking um, kind of silly because uh, you're acting like you're better than everybody. And sure. um, what a lot of people don't realize is you're only as good as the round that you play. So whether or not you are acting like you should be playing better, it's not really helping you at all, even though you're right. because, Oh, you know, like, Oh man, this is a bad shot. I could do better than that. Yeah. We could all do better than that. You know, we're all playing at a specific level. We all know, but what we're, we're all trying to just get it in the hole and not make mistakes, you know? So anyways, um, I came across this situation where I was playing with a couple of people that I knew, um, that, you know, I was a little bit more skilled than, um, I've been playing a lot more. Um, and, uh, I was kind of receiving tips from them and I, I kind of just, uh, it's just like, yeah, okay, you know, cool, thanks, guys, I appreciate your tips, you know, it's just kind of weird, you know, like, uh, it is slightly an ego thing, or you're just like, what, why is this dude giving me tips, man, I know how to, I know how to play disc golf, oh, well, trust me, man, I could beat you, okay, you know, yeah. that's, that's what you think in your head, like, what, right. what you, you think you're better than me, man, you know, <laughs> but, but really, but really, it's just like, hey, are, are they beating you right now, oh, damn, yeah, I guess they are beating me. So what, guess what? They're better than you. <laughs> and, right. and, you know, and that's, that's, that's the real kind of explanation, but the, the, the actual, like what you should be thinking is like, why do I care what these people think? You know what? Yeah. Like you could be the top professional. You could be, you could be Paul Macbeth. And you know what could, you know, what could happen? Somebody could walk up to you, Paul Macbeth while in while a practice round after you have a bad shot. And they're like, Oh yeah, you should, um, probably, you know, get that disc, uh, fly a little straighter by throwing it with the hyzer. You know, you want me to show you the hyzer grip and Paul McBeth's like, uh, no man, I'm, I'm good. Or maybe he says, sure. You know, I don't know. But, uh, I think he's pretty humble. I met yeah. him, uh, last year yeah. when he was over here for worlds I, and played around at lunchtime with him. He seemed, uh, I, agree. I think 
Yeah, I think he, and that, I mean, I'm just saying that to make the point that even the top pros are still open to, to outside info. Right. Not, most of them don't think that they know everything. Right. I'd like to, I'd like to think anyway. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is they don't act like they know everything. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, is like that guy that gives Paul Macbeth a tip and even he probably is not going to take it. He's got a pretty good game, you know? But yeah. He, he, he might, he might be able to like, okay, well, how can I, you know, interpret this? And that's what good players will do. They'll listen to everything. But, um, what, what I'm getting at here is that that guy may go and tell everybody, Hey, I told Paul Macbeth to, uh, tighten up his hyzer and he won this tournament this weekend. That's because of me. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, that guy <laughs> could say that. And then, and then people could be like, Oh, well, most people be like, yeah, dude. All right. You know, but like some people are like, Oh wow. You know, that's, that's really cool. Um, yeah. but then you just realize like, why does that, why does that matter? People are going to talk regardless. You know, people yeah. are always going to talk, especially the better, uh, disc golfer that you are, the more people that, you know, look up to you or want to beat you or whatever, you know, you're, you're more of a topic of conversation. And then after a certain amount of time, you got to realize, man, a lot of people think things about me that don't even know me. Right. They don't know me. Like, like, and then you're like, why do I even care? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, like, I know for me, like, it's very difficult for me to, to quit caring because I still don't believe that I'm that good of a disc golfer. You know, I saw this bunch of this self doubt and well, there's uh, a problem. Part of it, you got to get rid of that self doubt, man. Well, I mean, uh, not uh, to the point of cockiness, but confidence easier said than done, especially oh, for, know, sure. for most people, you know, and, and what happens is you throw a bad shot and we've all seen it where you throw a bad shot and then people go on a downward spiral. They yeah. just go down the toilet. And yeah. you, know, you get a, you get a bogey, get a double bogey, you know, you just got to stop the bleeding, you know, that's, yeah. you know, but anyways, that's, that's a whole nother topic of conversation. But what happens is you start affecting yourself because you don't believe in yourself when you let this, this thought, because you don't know what these other people are thinking. They're probably just thinking about butterflies or something like that. And you're like, Oh God, these guys, <laughs> these guys think they're better than me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're just like, man, they're and real realistically. They're probably all thinking the same thing, you know, just how to get through this, this right. next hole or you're whatever. They're thinking is. about your shot. You don't even care. Yeah. You know, if, they do, if they do put a thought to it, it's like one thought who cares. Yeah, and, and, and they usually verbalize it, you know, had a good shot or mm-hmm. People or put something. themselves up on a pedestal just so they can fall, you know, and then all of a sudden that's when you get angry because you're not playing up to your ability. And right. um, I've been doing that a lot lately. I've been trying to curb that, but and, I've been getting really mad at myself for missing some putts and stuff, and then I realize I'm getting mad at myself for missing a 50-foot putt, and I'm like, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> a 50-foot putt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't make that 100% of the time, but, you know, when you start expecting it. Uh, right, and it's, 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 I've noticed it, it's really a big damper on my game, on my mental game, like we were saying. Mm-hmm. It's hard to overcome that. And then, you know, it ties into what you're talking about, because then once you're, well, me personally, once I'm in that mode, then everybody's out to get me pretty much, and I'm like, well, you know, and then I start really giving a crap what people are thinking, and I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But I've been working on that. But yeah, I mean, so it's easy to get caught up in that spiral. Yeah, it's a great life goal too. I mean, to to really to get over that because yeah. I in mean, general, 
that's what's awesome about disc golf. That's why I, you know, we, uh, sports are just kind of an extension of, of, of life, but you know, it, it doesn't cost as much when you F it up, <laughs> right, right? you know, maybe just the cost of a tournament or something like that, but you know, it's great. That's why, uh, I personally love disc golf. It's a great place to kind of learn how to, uh, you know, compete, but then also just, you know, like learn how to, uh, deal with some pressures, especially in tournaments, you know, that's the tournament play is so, so amazingly fun and uh, so, so enriching, you know, and I, I, but that's the thing is it's, it, it is slightly uh, stressful. Yeah. It is really stressful, you know, yeah. not sugarcoated. It's more than slightly. Dude. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I played in worlds last year and literally I, I forgot how to throw a disc. I'm like, what is this thing? (laughs) Round. Does all the pressure. Yeah, and literally, man, like, I, I think I held it together for, like, one or two rounds. Not, not That's not even, like, playing up to even close to my ability. And, um, right. you know, but it, it's always a lesson. It's always a lesson saying, hey, you got stuff to work on. You know you could have played better. So what are you going to do, you know? And, like, so you can either get better or you can blame other people. That's right. Things you can do, but... And I, I think that the getting better road is probably the, the best route. Mm-hmm. You know, my opinion, other people might like to dwell in the other stuff, but teach their own. Right. <laughs> but, uh, that, okay. So, um, that's pretty much that. I mean, what, do you have any other thoughts on that whole, you know, not giving an F what other people think? Um, I mean, you pretty much covered it, but, uh, one thing that I do, uh, well, I just try to be positive about everything. Uh, even if I have a bad throw, I'll make myself say, well, you know, um, I can only get better from here. So don't dwell on it. Uh, and I, I try and focus on other things. So I don't worry about what other people are thinking because I've gotten to the point where I know I'm going to have bad shots and I know everybody else is going to have bad shots. And if people are thinking even somewhat similar to me, it's almost bad karma to, to even think bad about somebody or, or, you know what I mean? Like, like in your head, you're going, man, that shot sucked. What's wrong with this guy? (laughs) Even thinking that makes me feel like, you know, a piece of garbage. So uh, number one and number two, it's almost like it's, if I think that it's going to happen to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's totally one of those things you walk up to this hole and you're like, Oh man, I hope I don't hit the street. Oh man, I hope I don't hit the street. What do you do? Yeah, you, you hit, you hit the, you hit the tree. tree. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, man. So it's it's uh, definitely something that is a, a muscle that you gotta flex and you gotta train and you gotta practice, which is your 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 mental head game. And that's the next thing I was gonna go into is practice. Like it's so important to go out to a disc golf course and not f around as easy as it is to do you know yeah we all like take it seriously buds you know and just kind of like hang out and just play around just you know not care you know like just flub a putt or whatever like that but if you really want to play a thousand rated rounds it's fine to have those fun rounds from time to time obviously you know you're never just going to be like stiff every time like i need to go out and practice (laughs) right my robots you know like some some people are like that some people like to do that uh personally i like to kick it with my friends sometimes 
You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that would would it would become more of a job than 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 an enjoyment if I did that. Right. What if I didn't have any casual rounds? Right. But I think that that's you know, yeah, it's something that just comes with the territory. You're gonna have to play a lot more serious rounds than you are casual if you want to get serious about it. Right. Right. But casuals are important as well. But I like what you're you're saying. They're not too much. Got to practice. You got to practice. You got to take it serious. Yes, because like when you're going out to a tournament, if if you play your practice rounds where you're like really intent on doing your best, then um, and making every shot count, as opposed to just like doing whatever, not thinking about it, um, you're gonna play your tournament rounds better. Uh, I noticed that I played in uh, kind of a league tournament round, and um, if I don't practice, I definitely lose. Uh, my flow, you know, I lose my hyzer, I lose my anhyzer, you know, I don't know how my discs are going to come out of my hand and stuff just goes all over the place. Yeah. And, and um, so what, what I I've devised is, uh, is a game that you can play with yourself when you go out and play, especially in, in, in situations where you're playing solo, but you still have to wait for, other people because yeah let's face it you play in a solo round you're gonna you're gonna either have to play through people or yeah. you're gonna have to play as slow as as a threesome in front of you foursome in front of you um, right so what i have kind of devised with a round is is uh playing your best round every time by playing what i like to call um kind of a cali reserves type of game where you get uh if you're playing 18 holes, you get 18 extra drives. If you throw a drive and it's not in the circle or it's not a good drive, you take another one. And uh, you can never take a second putt. Your putts are always your clutch, but you can take an extra drive. And that way you can see what you average when every drive is connecting. And then what the goal is, is to minimize the amount of mulligans that you take in a round. To, okay, yeah. To get, like, so say you, you play a course over and over and over again. I personally play lunchtime a lot. Right. You know, it's on my way home from work. I play it. That's my course. It's where I practice. So that said, I need to see, hey, can I go out in, in a Cali round and shoot 14 under? You know? Right. Oh, excuse me. Well, now the course uh, only has 13 holes, so can I shoot a 12 under? There's, I don't expect to birdie a uh, hole, you know, the second to last hole, 13. Nor- normal 13, because um, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a big, big hole. Yeah, um, it's a long one. But if I can go out and shoot that, I have one extra shot per hole. I should be able to park it on a majority of the holes. You know, maybe uh maybe an 11 you know they like depending on where where some holes are placed but that's right. why that's why you do that you know and so you're right. like well i can play this course to this ability and then you just see hey and and you start tracking how many mulligans am i taking to shoot this perfect round at this course and so really what you're trying to do is okay in these placements my best round at see like for instance my best round at lunchtime would probably be be because because uh, there's that one hole kind of in the long on the top, up the hill normal hole uh, twelve twelve yeah uh, I could probably birdie that like half the time 
depending right. on my drive. But that's what I'm saying. So if I can go out to lunchtime uh, with the 13 holes and shoot a 12 under, um, then I just see how many how many mulligans do I did I have to take that round to hit, shoot a right. 12. Right, and it, and it, and as you progress, it'll get lower and lower on the mulligans. Right, and then all of a sudden you realize, boom, I'm playing this without any mulligans because you're learning how to get those drives in. You're learning how to, to speak it. Basically what you do, you're really just trying to like, uh, get that muscle memory going for like, okay, this, this, uh, throw needs this shape. I need a hyzer flip with my, uh, fairway driver, or I need to throw, you know, like a big turnover with, with, with my, um, floaty mid range or. Yeah. And I, and I think you, and that's, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, started talking about the disc fight because I think that's key to remember, um, what you're doing when you're doing this mulligan challenge, if you will, because you need to remember the flight path of the disc, because this is, if you just do it, uh, just like take mulligan and stuff, you're playing it course specific mm-hmm. because not every course is going to have the exact same holes or flight path. So right. like you were saying, I think it's good. That it's important to, to mention that is that pay attention to your disc, what disc you chose to pay attention to the flight path, pay attention to your release and, and imitate that each time uh, for, for those kind of shots, mm-hmm. not necessarily specific holes or specific courses, because then you're going to get stuck at that course and everywhere you go, you're going to be throwing like you're at lunchtime mm-hmm. when you need to be throwing different things. So yes, focus on your, well, all your aspects of your throw. That's why you write it down. You know, you know, Hey, this, this course with this layout, I can shoot this, uh, this, you know, score. And then you, right. you, you play, you vary your score, you know, uh, we're, you were in Portland. So we go play lunchtime, you know, you go play pier, you go play blue Lake, you go play, I mean, there's, there is infinite. Well, not infinite. There's a lot of different, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's more than enough to choose from choose choices. And, you know, for a lot of people, they, you know, in, in a bigger city area, you do have choices. So for some people, they only got one or two and, you know, just bust them just yeah. as good as possible because you know what if you can consistently do something you can easily go out and consistently do it but it, i have to really recommend changing it up because uh there is the local city syndrome and yeah. and it's not good to get in that where where you you play a course all the time this used to be willamette park for me i'm a lefty it's a lefty course i shoot a 10 down there easy Right. And, uh, so, you know, I get super good. I play the course all the time. I, I, I'm, I'm shooting like an average of like a seven and eight. And then I go to a different course and I'm like, even one over. Right. Like, why am I doing this, man? I can shoot so good at my local course. You know, your local tournament walks through your town, you shoot thousand rated rounds and you, you're like, I'm a thousand rated player. No, man. At that go, course. At that course, you're a thousand rated player. Go play some different courses. And tell yeah. me, and, and then tell me you're a thousand rated player because definitely for everybody who's listening, obviously, well, to me it's obvious, maybe it isn't, but you need to try as many different courses courses as you possibly can. Right, right. It's really important because they're different. Like the atmosphere is different, the environment's different. I mean, obviously, the fairway, the greens, the rough trees are different everywhere. But just if you keep your diversity of courses uh, fairly uh, you know, spread out like, you know, different courses, you have a better, a better chance of being an overall 
thousand rated player. Right. Right. Rather than like you're saying, just stay in the local courses. But you know, if you have local courses, kill it at those local courses. You should. That's like obligation. Right. Yeah. You, you're supposed to kill it at your hometown. <laughs> you're like what? Come to my hometown. <laughs> I'm I'm the king of this mountain, guys. You know. <laughs> yeah. But just like you said, before you get cocky and go to another tournament somewhere in a different state and say, oh, I'm going to smoke everybody and throw a thousand rated round or whatever you said. I don't know who says that, but anyway, <laughs> um, what, you know, whatever you're thinking, your cockiness. Uh, before you get taken down a peg or two in an embarrassing fashion by shooting a 700 rated round when you can shoot thousand rated rounds. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, learn the other courses or at least get around to different uh, different layouts to other courses. You know, just mix it up, different holes. Just challenge yourself with make safari holes if you have to to get the per- to get the lines that you're trying to make. Right. On other courses, if you can't get to them. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, other than that, um, you got any other thoughts on that? Probably, you know, I'll probably kind of let everybody know um, how it's working for me, you know, over the Yeah, no, I mean, I'll I'll definitely keep it uh, – I'll I'll give it a shot when I'm playing my casuals, and I'll let you know how it goes too. Weird. I'll uh, keep you updated as well, keep our listeners updated. Awesome. Because everybody wants to hear what Sean's doing. Yes, they do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a Sean fan club. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get my own page. I, yeah, isn't it called like the Rajinators? <laughs> the Rajinators. No, I don't know. The Rajish. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, other than that, I just wanted to do a real quick update on the bags because I know. Yeah, I had somebody for... asking me about the bags this weekend too, so I didn't know what to tell them. Yeah, well, what's happening right now is. Um, basically just getting the final touches in at the factory it's difficult because uh we want to make sure we got a solid product but we also um are trying not to get the cost through the roof on it especially with our first run so uh i i should have that the last prototype we were in in, in the process of building it it's going to be here um and <clears throat> although it is slow um and it's going a lot slower than I have ever had anticipated, but you know, that's business. Uh, we're trying, you know, we are doing a, the, our best to get it here as fast as possible. Um, and we definitely appreciate the pre-sailers uh, patience. And um, uh, so that said, um, they'll be here as soon as, as we can. But um, yeah, I mean, other than that, the, the, the new update should be good. The back padding, we got the zipper stuff. So uh, definitely keep everybody updated when I get that bag in and I'll probably do a cool video on it. So, uh, cool. Yep. Yep. Other than that, uh, pretty much over and out. So thanks for hanging out everybody. And, uh, yes, everybody have a good night. Throw straight. Yep. Yep. All right. Have a good one. All right. Later.